Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. What's up, guys? Pastor Taylor here, and we come to you for another week of our podcast. Uh, The tables are turned a little today, so we'll be interviewing Pastor Ray on his message uh, that he just spoke. Hey, everybody. And so today he looked at a specific passage out of the book of Mark, uh, looking at an encounter that Jesus had uh, with two people. Pastor Ray, why don't you explain a little bit of what we learned today? Sure, yes. We're looking at Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43, and this is where Jesus encounters Jairus and the woman with the issue of blood. And so Jairus came to Jesus uh, because his little girl was on her deathbed and needed healing. And the woman came to Jesus because she had been having this issue of blood for 12 years, and nothing that she tried was healing her, none of the doctors or anything. And so this was like her last chance, Jesus. Last moment, right? Yeah. Um, I've, I've always loved these two stories, and I guess uh, the thing that I like about them is you don't really see a story really anywhere else to me where it involves two totally different people, uh, but really kind of the same message. And so you touched on that today where you uh, talked about faith or a touch of faith. Um, could you explain maybe what that means to you or where you came up with even the title, just a touch of faith as it pertains to those two stories. Yeah. The, uh, the whole idea of calling it a touch of faith was really late in the process. Um, I think I was, I was just calling it, uh, do not fear, only believe, you know, mm-hmm. what Jesus actually said. But, um, as, as I kept reviewing it, I, I was realizing that that wasn't the main focus of, of the passage. Um, and really what, what was boiling, what it was all boiling down to, and this was the Holy Spirit that led it, was, was that it's a touch of faith um, that, that really connects us to the power of Jesus. And so if you study the Gospel of Mark, you see that he's pointing out all these areas where Jesus has power. He has power over uh, demons and danger, and he has power to heal, and he has power over disease and death, like in our passage this morning. Um, so he has power. How do we access the power of Jesus? And it's through our faith. And so that's what he said to the woman, your faith has made you well. It wasn't his clothes that healed her. It wasn't uh, her faith um, in herself or in the doctors that was able to heal her. It was faith in Jesus. A touch of faith of him is what healed her of her affliction. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's when you're speaking, I was thinking about, you know, you try to put yourself in any story you read, but try to put yourself in the character's shoes um and something that i've always found fascinating with this story is how you know both jairus and the lady with the issue of blood uh were at the end of the road basically yeah. you know and you, and you mentioned that to where jairus's daughter you know he's getting ready to lose her um the woman with the issue of blood had spent everything lost everybody mm-hmm. Uh, because at that point, you know, Jesus hadn't, hadn't died for our sin or fulfilled the law yet. So, you know, she was by all account, uh, unclean. (laughs) And so, you know, she broke a lot of rules to get to Mm -hmm. Jesus. And obviously we're not suggesting go break some rules, you know, but 
it speaks to a level of being desperate that on both accounts really ties it in the middle. Uh, but when I listen to this story, I think about Jairus more than anything else mm-hmm. because, you know, he came to Jesus first and then it seemed like it was going to get answered. And then it seems like it just doesn't because someone else got a miracle and mm-hmm. now he's getting word that his daughter had died. Um, did you see anything in that text as it pertains to Jairus alone? You know, maybe uh, if someone's listening and they've been praying and praying and praying and, you know, it's at, it's kind of at that final stage, though it seems. Yeah. Uh, do you see that or take anything out of that from, from Jairus specifically? Uh, maybe in that small window where Jesus does immediate, uh, eventually say, you know, just believe. Right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just to go back real quick to something you said about uh, her breaking rules to yeah. push the crowd and touch people. I almost mentioned that in my message. Um, it's, it's just interesting because the Levit- Levitical law, uh, I think it's Levit- Leviticus chapter 15, where it talks about the unclean uh, rules and all that. Uh, Leviticus laws would have prevented her from coming to Jesus, but a higher law applied, and that was the law of faith, right. which is right. just so powerful to think of. Uh, and like you said, Jesus has died to fulfill the law. And so now we don't have to, you know, that law doesn't hold us down anymore. We can come in faith. Um, But yeah, to answer your question about Jairus, um, something that really spoke to me in preparing was just the fact of, um, and I brought it out in the message, you know, God hasn't answered some of our prayers yet. Um, but that shouldn't be reason, and the circumstances we find ourselves in shouldn't be reason to give up hope. And so that's what Jesus tells Jairus. He says, do not fear, only believe. And um, some commentary I was reading, it's almost as if when uh, the friends of Jairus came and said, hey, your daughter's dead, why trouble the teacher anymore? Um, it's almost like Jesus heard what they said and disregarded it completely and quickly was like, Jairus, don't listen to those fools. They don't know what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm the one who has control of this situation. And I think that's where we need to find ourselves when, when we're facing the death of a loved one or we have this sickness that we've been dealing with for years and years. Um, and maybe we've spent a lot of money. Maybe um, all these doctors have different ideas and it doesn't fix the situation. Mm-hmm. Like we have to stand on the word of God that says he will make all things right. He will wipe away every tear. He will uh, take away all sick sickness and mourning and sadness and pain, um, because Jesus is victorious over all of it. And so we have to, we have to unplug from the nonsense and look to Jesus, cling to Him by faith, and that's the only answer. Yeah, you know it's it's cool that when you look at it that way, and and you kind of mentioned a few things there that you know, on the practical side that we can apply to our lives. Uh, One of the things you mentioned, um, and I hope I say it exactly how you said it, but basically like um, faith is what really kind of unlocks the power of God in our lives, you know, and as a Christian, you know, sure, you just got to have faith. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when you're praying for something and I know for me personally, I get frustrated if that's someone's, their only response. They're not wrong, but you're like, you know, give me something else kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But if you were to kind of spin this and make it practical, 
Um, how would you encourage someone that might be listening um, that maybe are in a situation in their life, whether it's, you know, the yet part, you know, they're, they're in between the ask and the yet. And, you know, on this side of heaven, a lot of those answers and a lot of that yet might be only found in eternity. Mm-hmm. But how would you encourage someone uh, to stay the course, um, whether it is a, a sick loved one that it doesn't look very well or a doctor's report or maybe even just some financial strain where you're trying to find that faith to stand on? How would you encourage someone to to pursue that? Yeah, that, it's a real... Um... It's a real difficult thing to try try to unpack. Um, you know, I, I also get frustrated with. Um, I mean, even preachers will say, you know, your your loved one died because you didn't have enough faith, and that's complete garbage. Um, and so, so it angers me. Really, it does more than frustrate me. Um, but it's such a difficult thing to answer. Um, one kind of practical thing that might help somebody. Um, I mentioned at the start of my message this book by Andrew Murray called "The Ministry of Intercession." Um, I was actually supposed to start reading a different book by him with my wife, but by the Holy Spirit, I started reading this one on accident. Um, but it it proved faith or it proved helpful for me because he really he's he's talking about us having faith to intercede on others' behalf, um, not necessarily for our own needs. And he's just got such a wealth of um, of truth in there that really helps understand faith a little bit. And as I've kind of been studying faith um, through reading that book, uh, reading another book that aggravated me beyond belief, because uh, I just don't agree with uh, the premise of it at all concerning faith, um, what it really boils down to is understanding that whatever we face, God is going to set things right. Even if the worst fear of yours becomes reality, like it did for Jairus, his daughter in fact, died, Jesus is going to set it right. And it's just this, it's this hard struggle that we face where we're in between um, the now but not yet. Th- uh, theologians kind of talk about this a lot. It's like we're, we're already healed in Christ, but we still experience ailments and sickness. Like, why is that? It's not because of a lack of faith. It's because we're in a lost and broken world. Sin is a real thing. Death is a real thing. But Jesus has conquered it. We just have to hold on for the ride. And and that's, it's easy to say. And I understand that it's difficult to live through. Um, I don't, I don't experience chronic pain, but my wife does. And I cannot imagine what she's going through or what people like her go through. Um, but somehow she manages to hold on to faith. And it's not all the time her faith falters, but that's where other believers can come and encourage you, build your faith. And like I said in my message, you can see what God is doing for other people and let that build your faith. Right. And it's, it's a perspective thing. And uh, when, when you were talking about the yet part and we're kind of declaring that, you know, if this has happened, well, he hasn't answered yet. And it's just such a powerful thing to think about. And it made me think of the verse in Second Corinthians 4, where Paul says it, that it's our light and momentary. Yeah. In the ESV, it uses the word affliction. Mm-hmm. And so um, the end of that verse makes the statement that it's preparing for us for an eternal glory that outweighs it mm-hmm. all. And so it's very hard 
that I've learned in my own life, it's very hard to have the constant grip on an eternal perspective right. or a supernatural perspective. And I think that's a lot of what perhaps uh, Mark was teaching us in these two stories combined mm -hmm. is, you know, it's kind of the same response really in the fiery furnace. If he doesn't, then he's still faithful, yeah. right? It's an eternal perspective because you're talking about like, you know, his daughter did in fact pass away, you know, like in reality, we all understand that, that mm -hmm. we're going to stand before God one day, which means in order for that to happen, our time here on earth is going to be done. Mm -hmm. But yet when it does happen to someone you love, whether it's through sickness or something, without that eternal perspective, it's like, well, God didn't answer this right. prayer. Um, so good stuff today, man. Um, just want to add one more thing to that. You know, that that's where we get into a dangerous place where um, we can decide to lose all faith um, instead of doing what we're, what we're supposed to do and lean on Jesus in those times of trouble. There's so many people that they experience loss and they just throw in the towel but it's in those moments where we need Jesus the most. And so I would say when you're when you're facing the worst circumstances of life, uh, like I said in my message, the mark of a disciple is a faith that keeps believing despite the circumstances of life. So I just want to encourage you guys in that. If you're facing something horrific, just hold on to Jesus. It's good stuff, man. Uh, well, as we wrap up today, before I hand it over to you for the trademark, that's a wrap. <laughs> saying uh if you are listening don't forget uh, our group's launch is this coming sunday uh, so get connected we love doing life one of my favorite things that we do here at generation is uh we we love community we love being together and so uh, again pastor ray good word uh we look forward to uh doing this again next weekend so tune in uh for church this coming sunday if you missed today uh, be sure to jump online and check it out but Pastor Ray, you want to leave it with? Yeah, for today, that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.